Hussein Sarah on the kid yesterday. Uh, I've been, I woke up this morning really relaxed. Into the park, sat down. Now I'm walking to CrossFit class. I was thinking about trees, and how grow. And that top of the tree is really the first part of the tree that uh, touched the air. From it's the first part that grew on the root, although it looks, sorry, I mean the uh, what's it called? The bark, the lowest part of the tree that looks like it's just the base of the tree that's so thick. It feels like that was the first part, but not really. The solidity came a bit later. So Musa and Sarah had a kid yesterday, which is lovely. I'm happy it went well. Uh, they sent us videos and, and uh, pictures on WhatsApp that I saw this morning at 4 in the morning. I just woke up and checked on my phone news that I saw it yesterday. And it was so lovely to see Sarah after birth. I'm still holding his kid. He's uh, 34, 35 now. And uh, the kid himself, like, there was so much peace in Musa's face and eyes and innocence as well. And the kid looks really lovely. They called him Blake. Blake as a lion. 23rd of July is uh, Leo. And uh, the kid looked really cute, but really like uh, fresh-born babies or they just look weird in general, right? <laughs> it's not you, it's not you, it's not you. Uh, but it's, uh, the cheeks were like really red and big, and uh, forehead, uh, the, the mouth, the, the jaw was like uh, so soft and so somehow, anyways, who knows how how he grew up. And Kinan was only born uh, a month and a half ago. So they have six, seven weeks between them, which is nothing. But, and Heist was born three years ago. And uh, yeah, Salma like two and a half years ago. Uh, so they all have a really close age together. I'm really glad it all worked out yeah, for that. So. None of them know or acknowledge really the the family that they they're born and being born to Musa and Sara or Hala and Zakaria and the family that is us. I think is a very very lovely thing, right? I think it's uh, I'm seeing Musa look at his child yesterday. Uh, Life has no idea that he's born to. Such a loving father, such a loving mom, such open-minded views of the world, with so much love and, and compassion, which is just lovely. Who knows how they'll grow, just like a tree. I was looking at the trees and thinking, and like, it's not something I read about or not. We, uh, we had our biology classes when we were younger, and. Uh, so I have some basic knowledge of how a tree cell looks like, you know, uh, cell walls, vacuoles with water, 
I'm wondering, you know, like how I looked at this humongous tree. Humongous. So tall. So crazy tall. And uh, just thinking about, you know, how, what decided for you to have these many branches from the top? You have so many branches coming out, and even from the bottom, you have so many branches. And the ones at the bottom came, these branchings out that came at the bottom came later, didn't come. Like at the beginning, you know? So, it's fascinating, you know? And I looked at it, and I'm like, you, what's your goal, tree? <laughs> what's your goal? And it's this uh, perfect combination of elements moving through, right? You have balance within the sun, the earth, the air, the water meeting at this line. That's the tree that holds the earth together and gives the sky its freedom, gives the sky its air, literally. So what happens when you die, tree? You won't lose your shape, you won't have leaves, you won't bear fruit, but essentially the difference is that the movement that's happening through you, up and down, up and down, up and down, between all these elements, that's what ends. That's what stops the movement in you. Things stop passing through you in a meaningful way. And that is death to a tree. And I thought of that, and I was like, uh, nice, <laughs> first off, it's nice to think about things and just give the space for thoughts to go, you know. Often in life, you're going so much from one thing to the next, it's really hard to just, like, you know, take the time to appreciate something that's so present in our lives, like this tree is in front of me, it's taking sun right now. The sun is gorgeous, the sun is, is light today in a different way than usual. It's just lovely. Then I thought about, really, again, what's the goal, tree? What, what are you doing? You don't have a central nervous system. You don't feel the way a human or an animal can feel. There's no electricity in, in the sense of us. I'm sure there's electricity in one way or another, but not like us. I had a small insect, don't know what species or type, on my arm. And it's so tiny, so, so, so tiny, like a sesame seed smaller and I could feel it and then when I felt it it was the only thing I could feel like my, my body gave so much importance to the sensation you know and, and going to it within the sphere, sphere of all of my awareness you know that was like really important so and then it went off you know uh, I, I blew I blew it off actually <laughs> I let it chill for a while but then like um, it's fine so I, I looked at the tree, it doesn't feel the way we feel, these small things. What it feels is warmth, light, approach, approach light, make it more accessible. Water, thirst, underneath water, underneath earth, deeper, deeper. Just these, these motivations that inspire this movement, and motivation and movement, you know, they're linked, they're together, hand in hand. Um, so it has those two things. It doesn't have a mind. So there's no central organizing factor. There's genes. There's genetics. I don't know what came first. 
trees, uh, fungus, uh, animals. I don't know. I don't know what what came first. Uh, I know tree gives room. Trees give room for everything else in life. So that's like insane. And um, that they bear fruit, and this fruit contains seeds that contain the genetic material to grow yet another tree. So many seeds, so many seeds, thousands and thousands every harvest. And uh, who knows how many of them are going to grow and how many of them are going to bear fruit as well. And how much taste, I want to say life, uh, is in these fruit. So let's imagine a juicy peach, right? And you, a peach really has uh, one seed, but you know, it's just crazy tasty. It, it has so much meaning, this taste. It gives life meaning, this taste. Um, and rum, 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 you eat it. It's good. It's amazing. And it moves through you. Okay, we know that. And then the seed can become another plant that gives birth to millions of other peaches throughout its lifetime. That can give birth to millions of other peaches in their lifetime. And, you know, so on and so forth. Until uh, the soil can't carry this tree anymore. And I thought about that, and I'm like, is that the complete purpose of a tree? Sometimes all these plants, all these fruits uh, fall in, onto the floor and then decay and then become a sort of uh, revitalization for the tree itself, that it gives itself, you know, if, if uh, the ground isn't as, as, as healthy as it once. But I thought like, but the only thing that it's giving the ground is what it already took from the ground. So that, that for me, uh, I, I don't understand so much. Like if it took a lot of magnesium from the ground, and then there's no, not so many, so much magnesium. And then in, in the fruit it bears, there's a lot of magnesium. I don't know how this math adds up, you know, or how, how it comes back into, into itself. But it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. I, I, I want to, like, I don't think it's a shame if, if I or anyone else spends uh, years of their life studying trees, just that, you know, without anything else. Like, there's nothing wrong with following that as a passion. Um, Yeah, someone definitely had that curiosity and followed it and thought through. It's nice to think through for yourself, of course, but uh, in its own right, that's really beautiful. The thing about a tree is because it doesn't have a mind, it doesn't have a central nervous system, it is, it is somehow a purely, you can say, like in a way it is mechanical, but it is also a dynamic uh, mechanism where all these elements are interacting together uh, within this arrangement. So having an intelligent arrangement that happens through the natural movement of things leads to this uh, unity of movement of these elements that gives so much structure to life to give it even more meaning through the fruit. And the genetics, who knows where, where or how that comes from you know but they react to the environment they know they it's a movement of allocation of resources to continue the alignment uh, what's happening in a gene and the coding in a cell of how to move this protein into this place and this this chain of amino acids together to 
form this part that has this purpose to the entire thing and then it's happening so much in everything in this process uh, me you everyone um, everything that's alive and we see life through the lens of being alive the way that we are and but I, i've been thinking recently about how if there was not life life is an inevitability because it already did happen uh, it's a thing um, But we're, we talk about the universe in terms of life, because life is what we live and know. But the universe is not just life, right? So we're painting on the universe our story and saying this is what the universe is by giving metaphors about life. But life is an image of the nature that we have been exposed to here on Earth. So we have the moon and its cycles and the sun and its movement. Here we are, after who knows how long of this alignment, aligning, 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 disalignment, aligning. And the expansion continues, hopefully, uh, hopefully positively. Hopefully, I was thinking today while walking in the park, like, I hope that the growth and the expansion of whatever happens out of humanity comes from empathy, comes from compassion. Because if you lose that, then uh, like a tree isn't like mechanical. The tree isn't called metal, like a machine moving. A tree is life. A tree has warmth. A tree gives uh, without thinking of receiving a single thing. It is nature. It is the environment. And we're mirrors of that. You know, We talk about life as, as a reflection of, of the nature that we see around us in the cycles and the wind and the sun use all these metaphors to describe things that we feel and intuitively understand in ourselves that we haven't articulated yet and, and gotten to understand and put into place for more things to, to manifest. But uh, yeah, that's real. But what's like beyond that, uh, another galaxy away, what kind of balance was there with two moons or a metal kind of moon? I, I, don't, I don't know what could be there. What other form of life, what other form of uh, arrangement that is also just as meaningful, and just as intelligent, but in just a completely different direction, no? So all that good stuff. Uh, happy about the birth, happy about things being peaceful, but I did spend conscious... Um, and heartful empathy to try and clean up, you know, certain things in myself, in my life, in my relationships. So when you when you work from that place, it's really hard to feel like uh, like many things could bring you down. Uh, whatever happens, I'm looking forward to when I feel feel down again. You know, it's natural, but whatever happens, it's fine. You know. And we continue. There's nothing else to do but that. <laughs>